Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. My fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps, and I'm joined now with Tiger Johnson. Tiger, it's nice to meet you. You too. Um... So, I love doing interviews with the superstars of tomorrow because there's just so much we, we don't know about you guys. And I just want to sort of dive into your history and sort of what inspired you to sort of take the journey that you've taken. Because um, right now, for people who are tuning in who don't know, you're on the road to the 2021 Tokyo Olympics, correct? Right. So... First and foremost, what I like to ask is sort of what inspired you to want to become a fighter? I'm sure you've heard this, I've been asked this a couple times, but I love to know because I always joke and say that it takes a very, a certain type of person to want to get hit in the head for a living. <laughs> um, it started um, when I was a little kid, uh, I started boxing uh, at seven years old um on my father's side uh you know i come from a family of boxers on my father's side so um he was gonna put me in i think at 10 but he put me in early at seven because i was i was kind of a bad kid i used to fight a lot and so he just put me in early and i got good at it so it was for discipline to sort of keep you structured and disciplined right right and then I ended up getting good at it, so I just kept going. Yeah. So you said that your so is your family in boxing as well, or how do they have history there? Or are they just fans of boxing? Um, history. Um, most of the men in my on my father's side was boxers, so um, and they were and they were good at it too. So I had uncles and cousins that that were good. Mm-hmm. What made you want to stay in it though? Because it's one thing to like it. It's another thing to love it. You have to love it to have done all right. the sacrificing that you've made. I was watching a few videos on you and you talked about the sacrifices your family financially also have to make to sort of keep you in boxing, to keep you on the road to the Olympics. So t- tell me a little bit about that. Um, when I first started, um, we had national champions at our gym already. Um, 
you know, I had Raynell Williams. That was a that was a um, 2008 Olympian. So um, I came around like 06, 07. He was already on the USA national team already on his way to the Olympics. And he used to come home with like all kinds of USA gear, the book bags and the shoes and stuff like that. And I just wanted the, the clothes, like the shoes and stuff that he had. But I didn't realize how, how like important and serious the Olympics actually were. Mm-hmm. So as I got as I got older, that's when I started realizing how important, you know, national tournaments and the being able to go to the Olympics, how important that was in your career. So then, you know, um, it just started off. At first, it started off just being I just wanted the clothes and stuff like that. And then it went from that to being I wanted to be an Olympian, you know. At what age were you when you realized that you wanted to take this, not just do it because you enjoyed it, but that you actually really wanted to to make a career out of this? Uh, I want to say like 10, around 9 or 10. Okay. There takes a lot of sacrifice that comes along, with, especially at your age. You know, it's one thing as you get older, you start to realize that, you, you know, your priorities sort of, um, you know what your priorities are. But at such a young age, you you sort of knew what you wanted to do. And that's, and I applaud you for that because not everyone can say at 10 years old, they really knew what they wanted to do with their life, you know? Yeah. So, What's been, what's, what's your life been like making all of these sacrifices at such a young age? Because it's so hard to get children. And I don't, I'm not saying you're a child, but I mean, just in general, mm-hmm. children, young people to sort of, you know, I guess, take their lives seriously, but you, you, you're already there with it. Yeah. Um, I, I, I had like growing up, I, uh, I had friends that was bad. That was like, you know what I'm saying? Like a bad influence. They was, doing what they was doing, um, you know, and boxing just helped me stay away from, you know, the negative, you know, influences and stuff. So me being in the gym and going to tournaments for, you know, for days at a time and stuff like that, um, that kept me out of trouble. And that was, that just, that was just like my mainly, that was just mainly my biggest, uh, influence is being in the gym and as I got older uh you know it's just it was just a priority I just wanted to just keep getting better and just keep winning and um I knew I wasn't gonna be in school like I was I knew I wasn't gonna go to college so mm-hmm. I knew boxing was like the only thing that could that could really help me because mm-hmm. I, I I knew at a young age that school wasn't gonna be the thing I was gonna do seeing that it's kept you out of trouble <laughs> and has put you on this road, you know? Really, anything's possible at this point, especially you go on to win gold like you want, you know that uh, the promoters are gonna be knocking at your door to try to sign you up. Have you found that the people around you have also become maybe like better versions of themselves sort of being inspired by what you've been able to do with yourself? Or have you found that you've had to distance yourself from a lot of people? But you said that I that I influence people. Yeah, like you know, because when when you see someone who who just has an idea, a spark of a thought, and then look, you're so close to the Olympics. Like you had to make a lot of sacrifices along the way. So have yeah, you found um, that you've motivated other people around you to sort of work hard and and maybe stay stay away from the trouble, or have you had to distance yourself from people because you know you knew that you had to cut ties in order to make this happen? If you um. Thought, I, I think my biggest, um, 
I think the biggest influence I had was the the younger kids in my gym. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the younger kids. I first I first made the team USA team uh twenty sixteen. So once I did that, um, I influenced a lot of the younger kids to you know want to do the same. Mm-hmm. So that was that was pretty cool to to inspire them that way. And I'm sure it kept you disciplined in the process. Right, right. Yeah. They're they're looking up to you and and believing you could do it, I could do it. Right. What is it that you fight for when you get in the ring? Um, myself, um, my family, and just basically, I just like doing something good for my city. Mm. You know, I want to be known, like, okay, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio, so when people when people mention Cleveland, they always want to say, oh, LeBron James, and that's the main thing they say. So one day I want to be able to, when people think of Cleveland, I want them to mention me too. So that's one of the bigger uh, things I want to uh, accomplish. When you look at someone's career today, another fighter, who is it that you would hope to sort of emulate or come close to? That I want to be like, basically? Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, it's a couple of fighters today that you know that's a big influence. Um, you got Terrence Crawford, um, Shakur Stevenson, Canelo Alvarez, um, Errol Spence. Um, you know, it's 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 definitely a couple of fighters. Have you met any there. of them yet? Yeah, well, yeah. not Canelo. I haven't I haven't met Canelo no. But you've met the others. Yeah. Okay. Did you have a? A good experience meeting them? Oh, uh, yeah. I actually sparred uh, Shakur and Crawford before. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah, um, I sparred Shakur a lot of times, actually. Um, back when I was smaller. I, uh, the first time I sparred him, I was at 132. So uh-huh. he taught me a lot the, the times I sparred him. So mm-hmm. it was definitely a good experience mm-hmm. getting a chance to be in the ring with him. Right, yeah. Um, what would you say, or who would you say is your rival in the Olympics? And the Olympics, um, I wouldn't, I don't, um. Do you have any rivals? I guess I have to say probably like Cuba or, you know, uh, countries like Cuba, Ukraine, Uzbekistan, countries like that. Those are like top countries that, okay. Anyone um, in particular that from, from those countries that you, you look forward to the most in, in scoring off with? I look forward to fighting Cuba. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah. So, cause he he's the number one um in our uh continentals mm-hmm. in my weight division. So I look forward to seeing him. Mhm. So for people who haven't been able to see footage of you, how would you describe your style? Myself. Um. I mean, I'm just a laid back. I mean, everybody that everybody that know me, you know, I'm a I'm a silly person. Um, uh, I be chill. Like I'm a chill person. Um, I'm funny. Um, I'm just a laid back person, really. Mm-hmm. How do you keep yourself from the temptations of today when you're on the rise? Um, I just stay away. I just I I know you know when to stay away from bad influence. You know, like when you know what I'm saying. Uh, when like I know I I know when to okay. Uh, I'm gonna just. I'm gonna just chill and stay home today, you know. Uh, you know what I mean? Just stay in the gym, 
you know, just keep keep myself from getting in trouble, basically. I don't know you, but I could sense you got a lot of maturity about you, kid. Uh, I appreciate it. You do. You have, you, you can sense that this is something you take very seriously and it's something you really want. Like I was saying, you get to that point, you know, regardless of whether or not you win golds, you do well. You make a name for yourself. You're mm-hmm. going to have people knocking at your door. Right. Is there anyone right. in particular? I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to put you on the spot or anything, but if you, mm. if you do, some people do have an answer to this. Others aren't, but do you have a particular dream in mind of like who you would want to be, you know, advised or guided by? You mean like you turn professional? Professional wise, um, like like advised by like another boxer or like a promoter? Uh, like a promoter or management or something of that nature. Is there anyone in particular that you have that you would love to have a team um, one day? Uh, Al Heyman. Um, Matchroom, or uh, eighty Hearns, and uh, Top Rank is like my. Those three is like my, my, my main goals. Mm-hmm. Whichever, whichever three, I'm, I'm fine with that. So right now you're fighting at 152 pounds in the Olympics, but uh, when you turn pro, did you want to stay around like 154? Or did you want to go to welterweight? How, how did you? How do you see your future uh, starting off as? In what weight class? Um, I, I want to start off. I wanted my. I, at first, I wanted to start off at 140, but <laughs> my coaches were saying, like, I, they, they don't think I could – I would probably hurt myself trying to get to 140, but I don't know. I mean, it's it's either 140 or 147, but mm-hmm. most likely it would probably be 147. Okay. Stack division. Yeah. Turning into. Right. <laughs> Is there someone that you would think – I know it's early on to say this, but a lot of people have said this before. And at some point, like I'm going to use as an example, when Tyson Fury was coming up on the scene, he said, one day I want to fight Vladimir Klitschko. And he did. He got to, I think, what, 10, 11 years later. Is there someone that you think, I'm going to fight him one day? Uh, I don't know. I feel like all the top, I feel like all the top people I worked with is, it's like, I don't know, they they so far ahead is that, you know, by the time I get a chance to make my way up there, they'll be either done moved up or, you know, I don't, I'm not sure. Because I think it's a lot of up and coming welterweights that, that, that'll be, that's coming up as well. So I'm not sure. But a fighter that I, that I hope to see one day is uh, Ryan Garcia. Mm, okay. Yeah. I mean... He has a few weight classes to go to make it to 147. But yeah. what do you think of Ryan Garcia? Um, I think he's a cool boxer. I mean, I think he's okay. I just uh, <laughs> he's a, I, I, just, okay. <laughs> I mean, he he's a he's a good boxer. He's definitely a good boxer. Um, I just I just want my rematch from when we fought in the amateurs. That's basically that's all it is. Mm. Well, you never know. The time can come. Right. I mean, I don't know when, at what point I could see him at 147, but I could definitely see him at 140 in the next year or so. Yeah. If I, if I, if I start off at 140, he'll be somewhere I'll be looking for. Yeah. There's a a lot of talk of, you know, the new four Kings, you know, there's tank, 
there's Haney, there's Garcia, and there's Teofimo. Who would you say is probably the biggest threat between the four? You said Tank, Teofimo, and Ryan? Uh-huh, Ryan and Haney. They're the four oh, that people are sort of – they're sort of comparing them as to the, to today's version of the four kings. Um, I'm going to say Teofimo for right now. I'm going to say Teo right now because he – you know, he beat the he beat the top dog, uh, which was uh, Lomachenko. So, for now, I have to say Tio for now. But all four of them is definitely they all four of them are definitely be good fights. Mm-hmm. I watched a video where you guys were you were asked about your thoughts on who you thought was going to win, Lomachenko or Tio Fimo, and I know it seemed there for a moment. It always seemed, and let's be honest, you know, Lomachenko was the favorite. Everyone mm-hmm. saw actually, him as invincible. I actually, for some reason, I had T.O. win in that fight. Now, like, when, when people was asking me who I had won, I, I, didn't, I didn't really pick no one. I just had to, I was like, man, I'm not sure. Because, you know, T.O., the style that he got and him just being a hungry fighter, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? I just had a feeling that he would just edge him out. Uh-huh. You know so what I'm saying? Was, so, so you weren't surprised at all when it did happen? Uh-uh. hmm I was actually going to bet on that fight. That's the crazy part. <laughs> I was actually going to bet on that fight, but we was, um, I think we was in Paris at the time. So the time difference was like, uh, was like all messed up. So, but that, that night before they fought, I was going to bet on Teofimo. And I was just like, man, it'd be just my luck just because I'm betting, you know, things go left. So I'm like, man, I'm going to just, I ain't going to bet. So I woke up and it was like, I think I woke up into like the sixth round. And I was watching, man, and it was just it was it was just a good fight. And Tio ended up winning and I was just so mad. I was like, dang man, I could've just I could have bet it. Mm-hmm. But I had I actually had him winning. Yeah, well, yeah, I think anyone watching that really would would Oh no, oh you're saying that you had him winning prior to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I had a feeling that he was gonna that he was gonna edge him out. Right. Well, it seems like the, regardless of what division you go into, 140 or 147, it's it's going to be an exciting ride for you, to say the least, because there's a really, really tough competition in those divisions. Um, mm-hmm. We also have Josh Taylor and Jose Ramirez fighting for the undisputed. Who who do you favor in there or in that fight? Um, Probably Josh. Mm-hmm. I'm probably I'm I'm probably saying Josh. I'm not sure though. I, I really don't know. Tough one. Yeah, I don't know. But probably Josh. Why do you give him a slight edge? Um, they both. I mean, I feel like they both. They both gonna. I don't know. I feel like it's a toss up. Really, mm. I don't know. I can't really pick one. I feel like it's a toss up. Yeah, I can't really say. Yeah, I never do predictions and, like, ever, ever. So when people ask me, I'm like, I genuinely mean this. Like, there's – it's a real 50-50 fight for me. Yeah. You know? Uh, I, another thing is we, we're starting to see more undisputed fights happening, which is fantastic. Another one that's set to be announced, which hasn't formally been announced yet, is Tyson Fury versus Anthony Joshua. Do you have a favorite in that fight? Um, I think Tyson – could probably edge him out. Yeah. Tyson Fury. Yeah. I think it would be a good fight though. Do you see it going the distance or do you see it being like someone stops someone? 
I, I think I think it can go distance. I see it going distance. As as a fight fan, which is obviously something you are, you wouldn't be doing this if you weren't. As a fight fan, what's a fight that you'd like to see be made? Yeah, I like to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to see. Um, Teofimo. Female and Tank, mm-hmm. um, Crawford and Earl Spence. I actually want to see Sean Porter and Earl Spence again. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, Crawford and Earl Spence, Tank and Teofimo, and Devin and Ryan. Mm-hmm. Mikey Garcia just told me last week that he was hoping to, if he can't get, you know, the fight with Manny Pacquiao, he's thinking of Sean Porter. Who? Oh, you said Mikey. Mikey. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know about that one. No. I think I, I think I think Sean to get him. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think Mike Mikey too small. Yeah, I mean he wants to go back to 140, but he said he's waiting to figure out what's going on with the winner because he doesn't want to go to 140 and then his stablemate Jose Ramirez ends up becoming the undisputed champion because obviously his goal is to to get a shot at a world title belt. So no right. point in him making that that move if he can't fight mm-hmm. for a world title you know mm-hmm. um terrence crawford errol spence terrence is saying the fight's never going to happen do you think he's just saying that you think he's just sort of playing a bit of mind games there or do you think he's really over it well i mean the the offers that Earl was given i mean i would have gave up too i mean mm-hmm. the it was the offers was crazy so i don't blame him mm-hmm. you know so i mean if the fight if if he doesn't, you know what I'm saying, doesn't care about the fight anymore, I I don't blame him. Just mm-hmm. just off the fact that the offers that he was getting. Man, I done slapped the table when I read that. I was like, <laughs> what? You got no, we have to keep this going. Cause it's one of those fights and unfortunately what's gonna go down in history is the fight that should have happened that never happened. You know what I mean? I think I I think they're gonna fight one day though. I don't think it's gonna be soon, but I think that fight's gonna happen. Yeah, but let's just not make it a Manny Pacquiao, Floyd Mayweather type of situation. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. Way too long. It was like way past the due date. Right. Yeah, that sucks. Hopefully it won't be that. Hopefully it's just sort of calling his bluff and making, you know, maybe the offer will come back different. I think it should be a 50-50 fight personally. Mm-hmm. Um, or even like a 60-40 to the winner. Sounds fair to me. Yeah, I was saying, uh, yeah, ba- yeah, that's basically what I was saying. Mm-hmm. You know, winner takes 60-40. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. It's like, okay, well, whoever wins will take the majority cut. Otherwise, uh, if you can't right. get a 50-50 fight, then at the very least, a 60-40 sounds, sounds fair. But then again, right. who the hell am I? I'm just an interviewer. You know, I'm not the one in the ring, so. Right. <laughs> well, you know what? I um, appreciate you taking the time to do this interview. I'm really excited for you, and I wish you nothing but the best. And, you know, it's what? This is July now, right? It's not uh, it's, now. It's- yeah, uh, we leave um, when we leave July. Yeah, I think we leave in July. Yeah, uh-huh. and uh, the games is till the games end August eighth. Mhm. Yep. You nervous? No, nah, I mean we ain't. Well, not now because we ain't there yet. But now we have these Olympic qualifiers, so I got to get past this, um, which is in May in Argentina. So once I get past this, then you know we'll be getting ready for Tokyo. Well. Uh, regardless, I see you having a bright future. So I wish you nothing but the best. And I appreciate uh, it. 
when the time comes, I'm sure I will circle back and do another interview with you when we have um, something to sort of base off of whether you're going or whether it's post Olympics or you just signed yeah. with somebody. So I'm sure you're going to have no problems with the offers. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Thank you so much for your time. And uh, we'll be catching up with you in a few months then. Okay. Okay. Take care. All right. Thank you. You as well. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.